there is magic in the mundane, bliss in the banal. The day is your dharma. I'm your host, Amaryllis, Ayurvedic health counselor, yogini, and Akashic Records reader. And this is your life, Altered. You are here, and welcome back, my friends. I am happy to be podcasting on a regular basis, and um, really happy to be connecting with you all again, and in a more regular way. So I have much, much more to come. I'm just getting started, and I wanted to talk about that. I've been alluding to it, especially in last episode, where I was saying that all these things happened in April, and um, not just my mom passing, of course, after she died, I just chose to be in a place of more space. But I also said that I was landing in a vibration that was new, completely new. So I wanted to speak about this and wanted to say that, yes, I've been in a whole new space since April. Before mom died, I I have this new message and this new mission. And it's not completely new. It's just, it makes all the other things fit together. And it makes the past and the past few years make sense. It's, it's the puzzle pieces coming together finally. So, ah, what is it? Well, if you saw the title, then you probably already have a sense of what this is. I had never heard of the word starseed before April. And in April, I discovered this word and I discovered what starseeds are. And there was something in me that said, that is me. That is me. And there was such a profound resonance. It resonated so deeply. And I just went down the rabbit hole of what this is and what this means. And it, it took me to really expansive places, to be honest. And I also kind of checked in through my Akashic records and yeah, like this is it. This is it. Working with star seeds. So many of you may not even know what a star seed is. And this episode is just like a quick intro. It's not even going to be so much about my experience, but just a little um, an introductory, uh, I, like intro episode about just what in the world is all of this. And maybe you've seen it, uh, floating around. Maybe you've heard it, um, as you're scrolling through Instagram or, or heard it on other podcasts. It was completely new to me and before April, never heard of it. So I wanted to go through what is a star seed and maybe you are one because chances are if you resonate with me if you really vibe with me and i consider myself a star seed through and true then you might also be a star seed so even if you've never heard of this even if your mind right now is not even believing what i'm saying and is kind of like eh, maybe just listen Maybe just have an open mind and, and hear it out. 
That's, that's what having an open mind means. It means not shutting down, closing off and making it so that nothing is possible beyond what you already know. Maybe there's more out there. Maybe more things than we can possibly conceive exist and are. What is a starseed? A starseed is an advanced spiritual being whose soul is from another planet or realm or galaxy that is incarnated here on earth to be part of the evolution or the healing, the innovation, the expansion, the ascension of the planet's vibration. Let that sink in for a moment. That it means that one soul is possibly from beyond what we can even perceive and conceive. I feel that the soul is a mystery. We, we don't really know what the soul is. We know that we have this human form, this physical body, and there's something here that animates us that uh, has this intelligence and this wisdom and um, is very expansive to a high degree. But what is it? We don't know. Nobody really knows. And I also feel that it is wholly arrogant of human beings to think that we're the only things in the universe. I mean, really? At the millions and millions of galaxies and a universe that isn't contracting but expanding. Oh, and we think that we're the only ones. And we always wonder, is there life out there? Well, there has to be. And we say, well, why haven't we encountered it yet? Why haven't we made contact? And my personal opinion is we're extremely low vibrational beings. For as intelligent and wise as we can be, human beings are truly exceptional, especially on this planet. But we're in this three-dimensional realm, and it's it's... It's incredibly difficult to make contact with other beings that are out there that are so far beyond and more advanced than us and are living and existing in dimensions and frequencies that are much higher than ours. I mean, you're talking about fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, maybe even twelfth dimensional beings and entities. And coming down into this physical realm can be... Um, extremely difficult. So I think it has happened. Um, my guess is there probably has been contact in many ways. And I, I don't know much about it, but from what I understand, there's a lot of um, disclosure that's happening. And, uh, you know, I don't know much about that and I can't speak to that. But I do feel that there's more out there and that um, that we just can't prove it with our kind of rudimentary ways of knowing with our limited mind and with our, quite frankly, limited tools of science. It just, it, 
we can't get there. We can't get there. And, and um, because we believe so much in what we can prove through the scientific method and what we can see and what we can feel, we just haven't been able to. So it's uh, that belief and those um, constructs have limited our ability to really see and connect. So take it with a grain of salt, you know, keep an open mind. But I do believe that there are many, 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 many other beings and races out in this inconceivably expansive universe. And I had never even thought about that until April. So this is all new to me, but it landed with a great clarity. And as I went down that rabbit hole, I started to realize, oh, this makes a lot of things from my childhood uh, and young adulthood make sense. And I'm not going to get into those today, maybe another episode, but I wanted to just say, what is a starseed? And to plant this idea, a starseed is an advanced spiritual being whose soul comes from another place beyond earth. Right now, it's estimated that less than 1% of the population on the planet are starseeds. But more are coming. More are being born. I'm considered an older starseed. I'm 43 years old and I think, um, what is it, an indigo child? Like I would be considered an indigo child. And maybe you've heard, what is it, the rainbow children and the crystal children. And I, I don't know how they're defined, but these are the star seeds that are coming into the planet. And so I'm considered an older one, but more and more and more are coming to the planet because if you haven't noticed, we're shifting. The planet is shifting. And right now it looks like it's uh, chaos and turmoil and everything is falling apart and breaking down. And yes, this is true. This was supposed to happen. This was uh, prophesied even because we've been in a very dark time and there has to be a shift into something higher, lighter, and with greater love. And But that can't happen until all these old systems and paradigms fall apart and fall away. So we have to go through that collapse. We have to go through this in order to shift into something new. So more star seeds are being born on the planet to help bring in that higher frequency. And you might already have children that could be a star seed. And you might already um, be identifying some things. You might know younger people, maybe uh, cousins or nieces, nephews that you're thinking, this could be them. They're here to usher in something new and different and brighter because they get what it can be to be at a higher frequency and um, in a different place than the darkness that our planet has been in. So more are coming. And I, I, my understanding when I realized, yeah, I'm a starseed and I'm about to go through the signs how do you know if you're a star seed? Some signs, you know, piece it together for yourself. But 
I realized that for me, my experience of childhood and young adulthood, all of this was kind of lost because of a lot of different things. It's, it's, you may have heard me say that I I just can't even remember so much of my life before I started to awaken, which is actually when I got pregnant and gave birth to my daughter in 2012. So that was the start of my awakening. There might be other star seeds who are older, such as myself, that are awakening. And I'm speaking to you. And I'm also speaking to the ones who are younger that are already aware that they are star seeds and the ones who are coming. So I realized one when I was a star seed that ah hold on let me start over <laughs> I'm getting excited so I realized that I'm a star seed and that all these things made sense the childhood was that was lost and the young adulthood that was lost and then the awakening and going through the awakening and learning in these past several years a lot of healing modalities that I feel will serve the star seeds who are coming into this planet and um, those who are already here that are waking up but that are having trouble being on this planet, that are having trouble grounding down. There are, I'll go into it in another episode, but there are so many people, the star seeds that came here for a mission. And if they don't wake up to that, and if they can't be in their body and be in their human body and really participate and ground and engage in their life, they're not going to do what they came here to do, or it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a struggle. It's, it's going to feel much harder than it needs to. And so my message is I can help with that. I'm here to help. I have now these practices of shamanism and Ayurveda, Ayurveda especially, and the yoga that bring one into right relationship with the physical, with the 3D, the three-dimensional, and with the body. Because a lot of starseeds like, don't get their body and kind of want to get out of the body. So let me go into the signs, the signs that you are a starseed. And so listen for yourself, but also perhaps for other people that you know, even little ones that you're starting to see signs like they're different. Okay. So here's the signs. Before I even start though, I I do want to say as you're listening to this and even (laughs) Like if you've made it this far, you're, you're probably okay. But I just want to point out that sometimes when this new information is presented, that's a little out there, that's maybe weird sounding, crazy sounding, a little wackadoodle. Um, and if you're feeling like that's completely me and you're like, nope, not a, not here for it, don't want it, I'm checked out, no, then by all means, please unsubscribe and <laughs> you don't have to send an email or a DM or anything, just it's fine. You do you, I'm here doing me. So 
Sometimes when we hear this new information, it really lands somewhere deeper within us in a deeper and wiser part of us. But there's a rub, like there's kind of a friction between what you've been programmed with over this lifetime and what the mind has decided is okay and quote unquote rational and quote unquote sane. And then what the soul is whispering to you and saying, yes, yes, this, this is me. This is what I feel. This is true for me. I very distinctly remember a time I, a year after my daughter was born that I went to this energy healer and um, I went for a, a physical issue, a pelvic floor prolapse. And um, she did the physical therapy work, but then she was also an extremely potent energy healer. And I remember her at the end of the session saying uh, things like, um, maybe your daughter being born opened a new portal for you and saying, like looking at me and saying, oh, your energy field is now so bright and so sparkly. And there's something else. And I remember that other thing that she said, it, <laughs> it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Not, it rubbed my mind the wrong way. Cause when she said it, my mind was like, uh, no, that's not okay to think or to feel or to believe because it's crazy. But then there was the rub and the friction. Another part of me, I could hear it and I could feel it was saying, yes, exactly what she is saying is true. And that was something that it took me a long time to reconcile. And I've been on that path ever since. And finally, like now solidly landed here. And I can look back on that and just laugh and say, oh yeah, there was that time when I was like, she's talking about sparkly auras and I don't get it. And it just sounded so strange at the time. And now I'm like, of course, um, I'm thinking of the things that she had said. I'm like, well, of course. So as you're listening, just pay attention if there's that rub and that internal friction between the mind and the soul. And, you know, you don't have to choose one to listen to right now. Just maybe observe what they're both saying. Okay, so the signs. You could be a starseed if you feel that this isn't your home, that you don't belong here, that you've always had this strange feeling that earth isn't your home and it's not something that you can really explain and it, it's not this kind of light um, escapism. It's, it's a deeply rooted sense that I don't belong here and it's not like I don't belong because I don't fit in with my friends and all this stuff. It's not so superficial. It's really deep that this isn't your home and that you don't really belong here. Another sign piggybacking off of that one is that you ache for a home you've never known. You ache for a home that you've never even known as if something is lost 
and it can't be recovered or found. Um, there, I discovered this this word, uh, harayath. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's a Welsh word, and it's it's a little tricky to translate into English. But there's a deep longing for a home that you can't return to, or perhaps have never even known. It's not really like nostalgia. It's not like being homesick. There's a deep soul level longing and an ache for a home. And that ties in with, you know, you don't feel like this is your home. So sometimes you may end up uh, looking up at the sky and wondering, is that my home? Or some people, yeah, I mean, this wasn't my experience, but some people will look in the sky and feel like that that's their home, but they don't understand why. They're like, that. how could that be? Another sign is that you have always been a little bit odd, different. You kind of beat to a different drummer. You have this very, uh, this uniqueness about you and not just uniqueness, but sometimes it might be an oddity about you and the way you navigate the world, the way you perceive the world, the way you want to be in the world. It's just odd. It's different. And it may even be in the way that some people would call you a space cadet, like that you were just like out there. And in that same vein, adding to that, or maybe... (laughs) not just adding to it, but, um, if that doesn't feel like you, this might, is that you rebel, you rebel against all kinds of authority, all kinds of systems, all kinds of rules and institutions. You just rebel against it all because ultimately you want freedom. You want freedom because the constructs of this world do not make sense and you kind of see the programming behind them and you are dead set on your freedom and living beyond these constructs and these rules that were set up as it's called, you know, in this matrix reality. And you're like, "Mm, no. You may be a star seed if you just don't get humans. You you don't get humans. You don't get the way humans behave. You don't really understand the way humans interact or why they do the things they do. And not just like certain people. It's really just human beings. You don't get them and you don't get the systems and the institutions that they've created and abide by. And you're like, um, I, like, I know for me, it's like money. Like, what is money? I don't, I don't understand how this all works. Um, so not only do you feel like you're, you don't belong here, that this isn't your home, you're, you're just rebelling and or different from all the ways of being on this planet. You don't get it. Next, you look up at space and are obsessed with space. I had mentioned, you know, maybe you look 
up at the stars and feel like that's a home and you don't understand it. But if that isn't your specific experience, you might look at space for answers. This is something that I used to do. I, I would always feel so lost, so existentially lost in my late teens and early 20s. And I would look up at the sky when, as if to say, hey, you're supposed to give me answers. And it wasn't um, kind of waiting for God because I, I, I'm I don't have those beliefs. Um, I grew up without those beliefs. They never kind of raised us with any kind of religion. So it just wasn't in my worldview. I was really looking up to space to say, hey, someone out there, you need to help me. You need to guide me. Like, where are the answers? Looking up even at the moon. Or you may have this obsession with space, not so much for the answers, like looking up there to say, hey, like I did, but you might just be completely enthralled with astronomy and astrology and all the things related to the sky and what can possibly be out there and what they're discovering out there and the planets and the movement and the cause and effect of the moon and the, the eclipses and just all of the things you're like, wow, what is this? And also probably asking, is there life out there? Are, are we the only ones in the universe? What else is out there? And just being um, curious and open-minded about that. Like what, what is out there? You may be very interested in uh, conspiracy theories and I kind of tie in aliens and abductions with that because it, it, it hasn't been very accepted. So conspiracy theories and reading about aliens or abductions, and honestly, you might've even experienced an abduction or experienced an encounter. And it's something that you don't talk about because it's not really okay to talk about it in, in this world right now, because people are going to probably think you're crazy. So you're very <laughs> selective about who you choose to share that information with. I was making a joke once, but I did experience this. So I was sitting with some people um, a few years ago. Again, I didn't ever think about aliens or their existence, or I never wondered, never cared, never thought about it. Um, and, and didn't really believe in them. But I was talking about how I had visited um, Machu Picchu in my early 20s and just uh, being so high up in those mountains, those jungle mountains, so high up. And you look down and you see the river way down below and you just think, how? How could people have gotten these huge stones, all of these huge stones, up here. I mean, they're massive. And not only that, but built what they built. And so I made this and I'm sharing that. And then I said, you know, you look at it and then you just think it had to have been aliens. And it was like the record scratching off. And, you know, they kind of stopped and just looked at me. And I just started laughing, you know, because it was a joke. I was like, ha. Ah. And then they laughed too. But for that moment, that split second before I laughed, they were kind of like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> so I get it. Like, you know, you may have had 
your own interdimensional, extra-dimensional, ET alien, whatever you call it, experiences. And just, you really just don't talk about it because that we just don't do that. <laughs> also tying in with that is that the paranormal may be very normal for you. You might have for all of your life, or maybe just since your awakening, been tied in with paranormal activities. Okay, so I was just talking about, you know, extra dimensionals, but this could also be with ghosts. Anything that is considered in the realm of the paranormal, it might just be really basic for you and just a part of your gifts as you're here, but it's it's different than most people, right? Most people aren't walking around speaking to spirits or um, uh, crossing over spirits or um, understanding that there are ghosts around. So um, you may have connected with angels and angelic beings, and maybe when you were in church, this would have also been considered paranormal activity because it's beyond what we consider, you know, the normal beings on the planet. But this really could have been your, your childhood and your life so far. And with this, we can talk about your gifts. You probably came into this lifetime, into this world with gifts, psychic gifts. And there are tons of different kind of clairs, as they're called. Most people are familiar with clairvoyance, clear seeing. So these people see images of, of what's happening or um, oh, what has happened or um, doing oracle work. They have a vision. They see something. There's also clairaudience, those that hear things like a voice or um, when they say certain things they'll suddenly hear a bell whenever something kind of rings true. It's, um, so there, it's across the sound current. There's many of these clairs that are part of psychic gifts. So perhaps you came in with these psychic gifts. Maybe they're not online right now because you've like suppressed them or shut them off, shut them down because of programming through childhood and adolescence and said, nope. But that doesn't mean that you don't have them. And to be honest, I think every human being has these uh, a high intuitive sense. Um, some people have the clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, um, claircognizance, all of these clairs to a higher degree, but everybody, every human being has an intuition. It, but some people come into this planet with gifts that are above and beyond what regular humans connecting to their highest self and their spirit guides are, are doing. So you came in with psychic gifts, whether you acknowledge or realize it or not. You came in with extremely high intuitive skills. You were probably a, a incredibly empathic, like empathic almost to a place where it debilitates you being around other human beings and um, 
I feel like that's part of my work is to help star seeds kind of navigate the energetic boundaries so that being around the humans and being here on this planet is not debilitating, but that you can participate well. But up to this point, it's, it's the empathic abilities have been, um, so extreme and that you're so highly sensitive. It's, it's just hard to exist and, and do the things and be around the people. And the last one that I have written down, but it's certainly not the least, and it's certainly not a comprehensive list. I mean, there's probably so many other things that can be listed and mentioned. This is just, you know, what I wanted to write down for this podcast. The last thing I'll speak to is that you're a really old soul. You came in very wise and that you're a wisdom seeker, that you have this natural affinity towards wisdom and perhaps the religions that um, are very contemplative uh, practices that engage a higher consciousness. Also, you're probably visionary and can see things that other people can't. And I don't mean because of a clear voyance, but because you are visionary in that you see possibility. You can expand into the potential of what is possible for people, for humanity, for even just your day-to-day and life or the functioning of things. You see possibilities or you can create ideas that other people just don't think of because you're going out into these astral realms that are well above what the collective is already thinking and and kind of the rules of what exists right now and the what's and the why's and the how's and this is how it has to be. And if we're going to do something new or different, then it still has to be within these parameters. But you're somebody who can see so far outside of and beyond that in a visionary way. Your soul brought in a lot of gifts from a lot of different places that had more than what earth currently has and what uh, humans can currently see. You're bringing in that vision and the memories and the gifts and the wisdom You're bringing it here. And that brings me to why this all matters to begin with is because star seeds, and perhaps that's you, star seeds need to wake up to who they are, to who they truly are and live it. They must go through that awakening. They must wake up so that they can do what they came here to do. I had mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but it matters. You're here for a reason. Our souls choose this life. You know, no matter what starseed or not, all of us choose our lives and this incarnation, not because every single moment of our life is predestined, not at all, but we choose to come here 
and we choose our parents to, believe it or not. I know some people are like, I would never choose that. But you, you did because there were certain lessons that you wanted to learn on this planet. And you, oh man, I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked. That's a whole other thing. Point being, you chose to come here. You wanted to be here. And in Guru Jagat's uh, memorial film, after she passed away, there's uh, this clip of her saying that this is a very coveted, highly, highly coveted incarnation to be a human being. It is highly coveted. And I heard this in August and I, I understood what it means. It means that there's a lot of souls out there that are wanting to come to earth, that have many gifts to share. And so this is a special time and you are living a very special life, whether it has felt like it up till this point or not. It is a special, special life and being a human, especially right now with what this planet is going through is a gift. And you better believe if you're here on this planet right now, you chose to come to this planet exactly for this shift, this transition into something different, out of the darkness and into the light. You wanted to be here for this. But, but we get here, we're a human and all the stuff just gets mucked up. And we forget, we forget, we become a human and we forget who we truly are, where we come from. We forget the gifts that we bring and much of the time we forget our mission, our purpose, our dharma and why we wanted to be here. And we go through the muck of life with this kind of feeling, this itching, this inkling that there's something more and that I know that I'm, I'm supposed to be here doing something. And so I'm saying we need for the star seeds, if they are not already awakened, to wake up and to own their life and their being here. That you came here for a purpose. And so I'm calling out to all of the star seeds that you must heal the trauma of being a human, whatever that was for you in your life up to this point. If it's a barrier to you moving forward, it must be healed so that we can move forward in the way that we were meant to. And also to say that it's okay to be a human. It's okay to come to terms with being a human, being on this planet, even though you don't get it, you don't feel like this is your home, you don't understand humans, you don't understand the constructs of the matrix, like all these other things, it's okay to be a human and to reconcile that frustration with compassion for your existence here and to come home to your body and to love your body in all of its stuff and to ground here and to land here. And we need for this to happen 
for the star seeds because we need it for the long haul. Because even after you wake up and do and start your purpose and your mission, you have to stay in a body that is well and healthy and vibrant so that you can continue for the long haul, for as long as is possible in a, a vibrant and vital state. You don't want to be falling apart because uh, you never could figure out like this human form and it's just, it's all falling apart and the disease and uh, just all the things. We want to come into a place of vitality, a homecoming in the body and then also a vitality so that we can be in it for the long haul and really live our life as we were meant to, as we desired and as we were called to before we incarnated here. So that is, that's my focus now is to speak to and to work with the star seeds and uh, for the awakening and for that, I know it's, it's a buzz term right now, but for the ascension, but also for the landing in the 3D and being okay with the density and the physicality of this, this world and this planet and knowing that it's okay that um, you feel so different. And well, you probably are. Because again, less than 1% of the population, but it is growing. If you resonate and identify as a starseed, please let me know. Um, I'd love to hear feedback. We need you. We need the light workers, the light warriors, the star seeds with these amazing gifts and purposes leading on the planet, doing and living their dharma and their mission. Blessings to you all. Until next time. Remember that spirit guides but never decides. How will you choose this hour, this day, this week at the altar of your life? Thank you so much for listening. If you feel called, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it. Also, connect with me and discover more on Instagram at Amaryllis underscore Fernandez. Until next time.